Coming to you, empowered by StreamYard. This is the Sons of Honarchy podcast on another Saturday morning where I am not awake enough and Tommy's already been awake for three hours. You woke up early. No one cares. I am Steve-O. You can find me on Twitter at DrunkShySoxFan. And joining me is... And Hot Take Tommy. So you got to at least let me be the one to say that I woke up early and then... I can say that no one cares. That's that's the way we do it. But you know, your Riz God over there in the corner is what you've labeled yourself. Uh, I am the Riz God. We're gonna talk World Baseball Classic. We're gonna talk White Sox tire fire that is Mike Clevenger situation. Um, all of this is brought to you by us. Make sure you, you rate, go. subscribe, review to your favorite four star baseball podcast in the four star city tom how was your week let's let's talk not baseball for a couple minutes not baseball um well let's see uh taylor swift dropped her uh lavender haze music video so that's pretty big um <laughs> what what the look, the look of disgust that i'm giving you right now is just these are important updates. It's disapproval. Uh, the Last of Us is is re- has uh renewed has been renewed for a second season, so that's a big deal. Uh, I I actually yeah yeah it's based on the video game. Steve, come on, man. I was gonna say I've heard of that as a video game, not as a show. It's a show now too. Yeah, it's uh it's actually really really good. If you got time, um, it's coming out now. It's doing like you know like in the old days. It's doing one episode released weekly. So that's a big deal. It's it's been really You know there's still TV so shows that do that. Yeah, like what? The Simpsons? Actually, like, that's true. Yes, <laughs> like The Simpsons. Um which is also renewed. What's the for... show that Kayla and I are watching? Abbott Elementary. Abbott Elementary is good. All that. Yeah. Abbott Elementary. Vince good. Staples. Do you you know the rapper Vince Staples? Uh, I know Vic Mensa. Oh, of course, because <laughs> I'm so Chicago. I know Vic Vic Mensa man. <laughs> You're the one who ran into him on the street and took a shit. That wasn't me. That was uh, that was Mark, Mark and Sam. Mark and Sam. You weren't there yeah. for it. Okay. I was <laughs> not there for it. I wish I was. Actually, that would have been cool. You um, probably would have. They probably would have taken a better photo because you're not socially awkward like they are. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, no though, offense to them. I love them to death. Yes, they are. These are two of our college friends that are very socially awkward. Um, the best of guys, but yes, awkward. they're good dudes. Socially awkward is an understatement. Um, Mark, Mark Lesso. Yeah. Particularly for Sam. <laughs> As we throw our friends under the bus, what were you saying? You you Vic Mensa? No, not Vic Mensa. Vince Staples, Staples is in uh Abbott Elementary. He's a Long Beach rapper. Um he's been on the scene for a little while now, Tom. Surprised you don't know his name. But I am also I'm just here, man, listening to my Taylor Swift and punk. That's what I do. Yeah. Tommy is together. Tommy's playlist consists of Coldplay, Coldplay, <laughs> Taylor Swift, and Beartooth. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> oh Don't forget God. Amity Affliction, my guy. Come I was on. about to say Amity Affliction. That's so funny. It's... Oh, yeah, but that was my week. It's basically like, you know, when I'm not like working too too many hours i'm i'm watching my shows uh <laughs> what is more 2023 than that <laughs> fair well you know the wife and i said we want a really boring year oh, um so yeah. you know Nothing fingers crossed that. that it's not 
not as thrilling as uh, 2022 was. Um, well, it's been pretty thrilling. We're wait. I'll let you say we're a White Sox baseball. Uh, what are we? We're a White Sox baseball podcast. Okay, you're just I mad that I you're mad out. that I stole your 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 thunder during the intro. Yeah, you? I was. I am still. <laughs> but we're a White Sox baseball podcast. Yes, and we, I'm ashamed to wear a White Sox hat this morning. Yeah, that's what I was. That's kind of what I was building to. So you know, as far as like less exciting years are going, uh, this is not shaping up to be a less exciting year for the White Sox, but for all the wrong reasons, you know, like, yep. I, I don't know, like not sure where to take it, but it's, it's too, it's, I, I feel that the Mike Clevenger signing is very much reminiscent of the Tony La Russa signing in that, Right after we get him, there's really poor, you know, personal life stories coming out like like right after, you know. So the question that everybody wanted to know, and it turned out that the front office did have knowledge of it in Tony Larissa's cases is do did the front office know? Did the front office know about checkered past or issues in his personal life or you know problems that Mike Clevenger has off the field like how much did they know when did they know it and why have they not acted on it you know right you know one of the one of the victims and and, and I'm not sure which one it may have been may have been the most recent or like the one that uh has his most recent kid um woman came out on Instagram and was like the organization like didn't know anything about this. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, like that was like kind of like my one, like solace, the right word. Um, and being like, okay, like, yeah, I guess the organization really didn't know about this, but you're looking at a guy who had a little bit of a checkered, past with character already um and i'm not the kind of guy to be like you know your character sucks um i don't want you anywhere near this team because like i'm I'm the kind of guy that thinks pete rose and shoeless joe jackson should be in the hall of fame those are two very different people but sure i but they both were kicked out of baseball for the same reason um, cheated and I'm the kind of guy. I'm the kind of guy that thinks Barry Bonds should be in the Hall. I'm the kind of guy that thinks A Rod should be in the Hall. Yeah, but right? Barry Bonds was the greatest hitter of all time. So and won three MVPs before taking steroids. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's like people forget that. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, three MVPs before '98. Um, all that being said, I can't. Obviously, I'm not going to be here and be like some voices on Twitter are. On White Sox Twitter, because that's where I read a lot of my White Sox yeah. <laughs> opinions. And, the best and place for White Sox opinions. It's basically like White Sox tabloids. Um, <laughs> a lot of, there's still not, and I shouldn't say a lot, but there are a few louder voices that are like, oh, due process, innocent until proven yeah. guilty. And, and I, I, I get that, but that's not, that's not how you handle these situations. No, no, it's too public of a platform. It's, you know, too wealthy people that are, and powerful of a guy. You exactly. Know? And these are people, they, these are women who were close to Mike Clevenger and are 
not just spewing stuff out on social media, but there's actual investigations going on. Yeah, MLB has opened their investigation. And the thing, the the way that I see this is very parallel to, and frankly, it's because of recency, but it's really parallel in my mind to the Trevor Bauer situation, you know, where, you know, he got a big contract. I mean, much, much, much bigger, but, but he got a big contract. Shit comes out and there's an investigation and then it was pretty quick that the Dodgers dropped him and said doesn't matter if we have to pay you all that money you are not pitching on this team right so that's what i and and a lot of the conversation that i've seen is that like because of this investigation that MLB has opened the white Sox are waiting to see what the investigation proves or or comes to before making any decisions on where to what to do with them. But if this is just a money thing, like, I don't know, the PR alone, I feel like would cost you more. Than, I, I, I don't know. I'm not like, you know, a marketing person. I'm not a mathematician or a status or a freaking, you know, accounting guy or whatever. But I would think that, you know, this is worse for your organization, having somebody like that on the payroll than just cutting ties and, and eating the money. Because it's not the first time he's had problems with character. Like, Cleveland didn't want Clevenger on the team. They They traded him as quickly as possible just to just not have him near their clubhouse. He's the guy that like, you know, and mind you, this was during the most stringent, you know, COVID restrictions, but he went out and broke the protocol for MLB players and came back to the clubhouse and was ratted on, like you're ragged on by his teammates because they were like, we don't want to play with this guy. The thing that I, I, forgot about the whole situation is that cookie Carrasco was on the team having just recovered from leukemia and in the same, it's not like he was a freaking you know, first baseman and a pitcher where they might not run into each other on every single day in the dugout. They're both in the starting rotation and the guy like walks into the clubhouse after being out during the height of the pandemic and is like, what's up to a guy who just recovered from leukemia and is like, possibly exposing you know that that kind of guy yep who just doesn't give a shit about anybody but himself that 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 is at least the thing that i take away from that situation so this story of domestic abuse is not a surprise in my mind like it it would be surprising if we heard something like this about I don't know, Jose Abreu, like somebody who's got good character or on the field or is respected by his teammates. Yeah. You know, you, you would be surprised by this story in this case. There's not a lot of people who are surprised, which begs the question again, why did we sign this guy? Why are you signing a bag on purpose? (laughs) Like the fuck are we doing? And for me, it comes down to the, the organizational vetting process. Right. You know, 
and the right. I'm glad you brought up the Larusa hiring because obviously very poor vetting mm-hmm. because that was stuff that was already public knowledge yeah. or not. I don't know about public knowledge, but at least was in the criminal records. Yeah. Whereas the Clevenger situation, this isn't you know in the criminal records yet. No. Um. That being said, you're yeah you're talking about a guy that is seen by a lot of guys and and a lot of this died down in San Diego from what I heard there weren't any issues in regard to his behavior in the clubhouse or you know anything you know teammates not liking him in San Diego it was in Cleveland um but you're still talking about a guy that put his own team at risk um not just you know from a health standpoint but also from a competitive standpoint as well Mm -hmm. um so without going into who mike clevenger is too much which it's just crazy to think like trevor bauer mike clevenger and then i'm not sure if you remember the mickey calloway situation um oh yeah yeah in cleveland with the pitching coach yeah um all three guys on the same team in the same (laughs) department in a if sense, you, if right? you want to hate Cleveland, you've got all the uh, you got three reasons right there. But that's the thing: are any of, of those are any of those three guys still in the organization for Cleveland? They got rid of them. Yeah, they got rid of them. Right. The fact that the that <laughs> a team run by a Dolan is is in better shape right now than the Chicago White Sox. At least PR side, he's in better shape. I, I just I, they came off of a division championship too. Yeah, um, and they're and, they, and we are underperforming. Um, the thing that I think about really quick is also they've in their off season, like in in terms of redoing the stadium, they unveiled like this massive construction that they're gonna really like give a facelift to Progressive Field, and the White Sox were like, "Hey, we're gonna put bar tables up at the 500 level." <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. It's not a good look when Cleveland's doing a better job than your than your organization. Never yeah. is. Larry Dolan is kicking Jerry Reinsdorf's ass right now. And their front office is kicking our front office's ass. Has been. So with that, is this enough? You know what? I'm no, I'm gonna put that question up later. First, in regard to Clevenger, if you are the Sox, do you cut him immediately? Say you are able to make that decision, Tom. Do you cut? I'm able to. Yeah, absolutely. No, he's gone. He's gone yesterday. He's gone like the second. I probably wouldn't have signed him. You know what I mean? Like (laughs) if I'm in charge, I wouldn't have been looking into Clevenger as as an option. I I mean, you said that you're not a huge like character first guy. I kind of am because I do think that that spills out onto the field like. Uh, most of the bags that you see in the MLB, they don't last because they can't, you know, like, like personal stuff in their lives catch up to them. When was the last time you talked about Marcelo Zuna? You know, he fell off the fucking no. table, right? And what's the fucking closer that was uh, on the Astros? Oh, 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 I thought you were going to go down the road. Chapman too, but... though. Yeah, Aroldis Chapman, who's... Just fireball relievers just fizzle out in general, though. So, I mean, but that's our oldest Chapman. He just got signed by the Royals, by the way. Fuck the Royals. Um, 
you know, washed. It's fine. But Andrew Vaughn going to be hitting bombs off of him. It's all good. Oh, that'll be I delicious. Um, but anyway, there, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of examples of this. Uh, Yasiel Puig, uh, bags who just don't survive in the in the game because their personal life or their 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 actions, their selfish ways, whatever, catch up to them. Trevor Bauer, like we just talked about, can't can't stay in the league. Like I think that character matters in the vetting process. It should matter, and frankly what it comes down to is probably the fact that the front office is the most understaffed part of the white Sox, and comparatively to the league, there's such a lack of, you know, staffing, just literal bodies in the front office for the white Sox that probably limits their ability to vet these guys in the way that they should. Fair. So let me ask you this. If the White Sox were to cut him completely, no right. ifs, ands, or buts, just absolutely sever it off with Clevenger. Do you not find it rewarding at all that they're giving they're just straight up giving him money for not even doing any well, for being a shitty person? Possibly. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that is a good I don't know if it it would be a reward or whatever. Like I there, there is that argument for waiting to see, you know, what this investigation comes to, because that might make it easier to cut ties, for lack of a better word. Like, if the MLB investigation says you're suspended indefinitely without pay, you know, mm-hmm. then the White Sox cut him. You know, there's right. a lot exactly. less consequences to the team. But I guess my knee jerk reaction was what it was. Cause it's like, again, why, why did we pick this guy up? Why? You like, needed an arm and he could have been a possible rec- reclamation project. I mean, I've been on the, on the air of this show. I've been on the air of believe in the South side saying, Hey, he could be a solid addition to this rotation. Like he could end up being a pretty good pitcher. And I wasn't going to say that he was going to get to sub three ERA levels, but I mean, even you last episode, you were saying yep. that Clevenger was going to be the three in this rotation. Yep. So, I mean, at this point, I don't, I don't want to see it happen. I'd rather, and and that leads me to a question later. But I don't want, I don't want to see him on this team. I really don't, mm-hmm. um, because it sounds like from the multiple reports that we've seen, he's a shitty human being, to to put yep. it bluntly. Um, now, if you're the Sox at this point, then. It's say say you go down my path and you're down the path that they're taking right now and they're saying, all right, let's just keep vigilant and and pray that MLB does a bang up job with this investigation and ultimately we can just cut them without pay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're the Sox at this point, what else do you do right now to remedy the situation? Sign another pitcher. I mean, everybody's pointed at Michael Walker. Um, he's still out there. Um, I don't know. I mean, like Dallas Keuchel is a free agent, by the way. Yes, he is. Um, <laughs> no, he can stay in Napa with Kelly Nash, please. Yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I, there's not. I, I, you got to at least put him yeah. on administrative leave. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like that. that's at what least. I was building to is like, he's not going to pitch for the, like if, 
again, if I'm making the decision, he's not pitching for the White Sox in 2023. He's not pitching for the White Sox in 2024. He's not pitching for the White Sox ever, period. Doesn't matter that we just signed him. He's not going to take the field. I mean, look, like, what would you do if you walked into a stadium in 2023 and and they announced Mike uh, Mike Clevenger is going to be the starting pitcher for the day? After all of this. Probably not going to the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is not something that... And if, and if like, it was a last-minute scratch and he's on the field, it, like, let's say the worst-case scenario, like, he walks in, like, unannounced uh, as the starter, like, after you've bought the ticket. Like, there's no way that the stadium's not going to boo this guy. Oh, like, no, he's getting like, his ass booed. Yeah. Like, there's no way that they're going to the White Sox fans are going to support this guy after this, you know, um, and he's a Cleveland like guy. For, for I mean, well, think, think about <laughs> how many booze La Russa got. Think about the yeah. fire Tony chance. Okay. Yeah. I, it's going to be even more brutal for Clevenger. Yeah. yeah. Is, I mean, we're talking about a guy who could have harmed people versus a guy who did at this point did harm people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I, yeah. People can make that distinction. They're not stupid. Yeah. Um, so again, like I, I just, he should not be on this team. You should look at other options immediately. You should look at other options yesterday. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. kind no, of to answer your question. Yeah. Well, this, and yes, from an organizational standpoint in regard to moving forward and finding another arm, they absolutely should do that because yeah, I'm in favor of even if the investigation's going on in and I assume it will be. Yeah. In March, in April, in May, you put them on administrative leave. Period. Right away. Right mm-hmm. away. Um until a, a final report is out. Um and the investigation is closed. Now, if you're the White Sox, uh, this leads me to one of my questions I had for you. Who should the Sox go sign now? You just said, <laughs> you just said Michael Waka. Michael um, Waka. It's kind of fun to say. It's not a ter- terrible option. Anybody <laughs> else that that, that piques your interest, fits your fancy, Tom? I mean, everybody else is old, uh, if I remember right. Like on the on the list. Um, oh wait, Chad Cool, right? Um, who's pitched for the Rockies? I want to say and poorly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Colorado's not the best ballpark to pitch in. Um, yeah, it's where but... pitchers don't want to go and they go to die. Um, yeah. I there is Kyle one Freeland younger guy. Younger, what's who's that? Cal Freeland seems to love it there. He's also he's from there, and he's yeah, also, also not that great. And and they like him in the organization. Um, and Melky Cabrera broke up his no hitter in like. Anyway, sorry. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> There's one younger guy off the top of my head. That I can think of. He's only 29 or 30. Joe Ross. And he had an ERA plus of 97 last year. He was almost like a just a baseline average starting pitcher last year. Take a flyer on Joe Ross. Anibal Sanchez is also a free agent at the age of 40. So um, we could sign him. <laughs> Anibal San- you know what Anibal Sanchez has written all over him? Old? Old. He's got he's got um who's the guy? Gio Gonzalez. Yes. Resigning yes. written all over him. Well, they both played for the Nationals, you know. Um Joe Ross 
is sorry. I got to say this. Joe Ross is 29. Last year with Washington, he had an ERA plus of 97, an ERA of 417, a whip of 1.2. I mean, it's not great (laughs) by any means, but it isn't terrible. He strikes dudes out and his walk rate is reasonable. I don't, I don't know. This is like a cats will fix them kind of situation. I don't know, man. I don't even know if it's a cats will fix them type of situation. I mean, to be honest with you, the raw numbers are better than Clevenger's. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, okay. Like I I'd be willing to hear, like I'm willing is what I'll say. Like, you know, any option is better than the internal options we have is what I'll say, including Mike Clevenger because fuck that guy. So, I don't know. Like I- I'm willing to hear any name. Like, well, if you want, like if you literally, want if they signed Anibal Sanchez, I'm like, sure. Yeah. Well, if you want old guys, Zach Granke's available too. Zach Granke. There you go. I mean, he's also he's a he's a head case, but it mostly just he has met. He has. I like, know. I know. He's got extreme anxiety, brother. You're like OCD or something. To or, call yeah. him a head case, like he hates like being interviewed and being out in the public yes to call the head case that's that's a stretch right there head case is like carlos zambrano brother okay <laughs> like no you're right you're right you're right yeah but you know he's that would fit the mold of Rakan who loves signing people who were on the royals during their heyday so boy i love that you brought up <laughs> Rakan because Thinking about the offseason mm. and thinking about your two main signings being Andrew Benintendi, who I think is going to have a fantastic year, yes. and thinking about Mike, the Mike Clevenger signing. And basically, yeah. that's all they did. Does the, Is this enough to put him on the hot seat? Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, like, I, I also, I can't get over the fact that he only signs players that have ties to the AL central. I don't know. I don't know what it is about that, but like for me, I mean, it's, it's just not always got, I mean, William Hendricks didn't have any ties to the AL central. Uh, Dallas Keuchel didn't have any ties to the AL central. Yes. Monty Grandal, um, AJ Pollock. I guess that was a trade, but still, I mean, there's plenty of guys. Once again, it's just underwhelming signings. Just yeah. very underwhelming usually. And Benintendi is the exact guy I expected the White Sox to go get. However, they should have put, you know, the cojones on the table and said, we're paying Brandon Nemo. Beside the point. The Italian Brandon Nemo. The Italian, yeah. Just as Italian as Anthony Rizzo, baby. Yes. Um, but I, I'm just like, I feel hopeless about this organization. I mean, is that yeah. a fair feeling? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, Earlier in the offseason, I, I it was when, you know, we said goodbye to Jose Abreu basically is, look, this is a team without an identity. It's a team without like a true superstar. It's a team that you have a hard time believing in when you look at it on paper, you know, and who built it? Frederick. <laughs> Frederick Hahn himself. Yeah. And, the um, fact that he isn't even like 
there haven't even been public reports about like his like the questioning of what he's done to this organization is ridiculous yeah well people like i don't know i think just people who aren't like fans aren't usually willing to kind of lambast as as often you know fair it's just it's just less like less common but i don't know i mean we we talked about there was a uh talking baseball episode which is you know the uh john national baseball yeah john boys uh based out of new york national baseball show and um they talked about biggest offseason losers and two guys wanted to talk about the white Sox as the number one worst offseason this year um so I mean, we're we're at the point where it's like, you know, we were a laughing stock as a as an organization during the rebuild because we were putting up hundred loss seasons. We're a laughing stock during our supposed best three years because of the way that they've been handled. And look, like we're gonna go into after this season, technically the window begins to close. What the hell like what <laughs> What are we going to say after that? We'll be the laughing stock again for having squandered year years of talent that we had locked up, you know? Like we're just going to be an organization that doesn't carry a good name around. Right. Well, we... I like I like that you brought up the window aspect of this, okay? If yeah. this was the White Sox offseason and they were the Kansas City Royals, or if they were the Pittsburgh Pirates, or even the Miami Marlins, or if they were the... Fuck, think about Texas, okay? This team hasn't seen relevancy in the last six, seven years, right? And they're going out and they're spending money. They said, all right, we've got some pieces that we believe in, but we're going to supplement it, and we're going to spend a shit ton of money and, and make ourselves at least look competitive or try to be competitive in a division where we're definitely not the favorite okay the white Sox, as i come back to this point every year the white Sox should be considered favorites in their division every year you're going up against mid-market clubs okay that yes and the and the only of these mid-market clubs that's really doing a good job of building their own talent is cleveland okay detroit is still dealing with the tire fire that uh, Dave Dombrowski created Minnesota yep. is still trying to find an identity. Kansas city uh, is, uh, I don't even know what the fuck Kansas city's doing. I, I, I honestly do not know. I'm I need so a role Chapman. <laughs> yes. I need a role this Chapman, but we might trade Nikki Lopez. Um, it's just like, <laughs> it makes zero sense. Um, I am just absolutely floored at the off seasons that have occurred when this is your contention window. Yep. It's one thing if you're rebuilding. It's another thing if you're a bottom rung team and have been for a while. It's another thing if you're a minor market team and you're not spending the money. Mm-hmm. The, the White Sox have completely failed us. And I know you, you got your back-to-back postseason appearances for the first time in franchise history. It's so sad. It's just absolutely it's just it's it's pitiful. First <laughs> time it seems ever been in the playoffs yeah. back back years. 
So, you know, Feather and Rakan's cap there. But you should have. You should have. With the talent that you acquired, with the talent that came up in the minor league system, that should have happened. The problem is, it's in order to continue to get better, you've got to make moves to get better. You have to evolve. The organization has not evolved. I'd like to believe they've evolved a little bit this offseason in regard to the coaching staff, and I think that's going to make yeah. a difference. And I still think that as long as they acquire another starting pitcher, like some of the ones that we mentioned, they're an 85-win team this year. But they shouldn't just be an 85-win team. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's why Rick Hans on, on my hot seat. I mean, like after last season, after the disaster that was last season, finishing 81-81 when, you know, your flagship a flagship TV Twitter account is like waiting for the rest of the division to show up. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. And you get beat by 11 games. Yeah. In your division. I, yeah. Then your GM should definitely be on the hot seat. Sorry. I, I had to rant there. It's, no, it's, I mean, it's just upsetting. There's zero hope. Yeah. Like I think of the four Chicago major sports teams like in, in the four major professional sports, so baseball, football, basketball, hockey. And of all of these teams, I might have the least amount of faith in the Sox. Yeah. I know that's crazy. Well, the whole thing is that, like, they have proven that the hope that we had was unfounded. So it's like, you know, why would we continue to invest? It's like, okay, we had all this hope stocked up in them. And then they sucked ass. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. so it's like, okay, so what changes did you make? Oh, you, oh, you didn't make many changes. You didn't sign a superstar to kind of supplement. You didn't bring in, you finally, actually, you finally brought in outside perspectives on the coaching staff. Did you right. revamp your front office? No, you didn't. Okay. Um, and after a playoff what? season, after after <laughs> yeah. a playoff season two, you fired a guy who had the clubhouse culture thing down. Yeah. And you replaced him with a geriatric fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like you did not like Ricky Renteria. I was, was not a huge Ricky Renteria fan. I thought he was terrible at managing the bullpen. Right. In I'm hindsight, you should have kept guy. him <laughs> because you want know at least what you could have done is you could have put an analytics guy in there over yeah. his right hand guy mm -hmm. and be like hey you know what when bullpen changes need like when you need to go reach into your bullpen i'll let you know when and why mm -hmm. and who the guy's mm -hmm. gonna be mm -hmm. like surround him with smarter people basically or like yeah. because that's what good organizations do yeah. mm -hmm. i yeah. mean like you think that uh, not to be a dick but like Dusty Baker, would he have been analytically inclined if he oh. didn't go to the Astros? Hell no. 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 He's surrounded, and he's actually said in interviews he's kind of annoyed by how much he's, like, hamstrung by the analytic department and stuff like that and, and the way that he makes decisions. That Like, he's still the manager. He still makes decisions, yep. but he's also, like, he feels that he's limited in his capacity. But guess what? Well, it's guess done. what? It's yeah. created a winning ball club, a team that literally gets to the ALCS or the World Series every fucking year. And just won one. Yeah. 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 After letting Carlos Correa walk, they're like, yeah, it's fine. Imagine it's not it. a problem. Imagine letting a top, like we talked about before, top 20 at least when healthy baseball player 
walk from your organization and be like, yeah, we're good. We're fine. We're literally fine. And then we'll overpay for Jose Abreu because we, we're fine. Because we can't. Because we can't, right? Yeah. Fucking hate. All right. Well, Tom, before I get worked up and get myself in a bad mood on a Saturday morning, <laughs> let's uh, too late <laughs> transition our talk uh, to something that's actually a little bit more uh, upcoming than the MLB regular season. Yes. What yeah, is baseball yeah, yeah. related? World Baseball Classic, baby. Pumped. Absolutely. I'm actually excited for the World Baseball I'm, I'm Classic. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to watch the Dominican Republic just give it to the rest of the world. <laughs> so just they are absolutely rail us. <laughs> so they are plus 200. Like you go on your, your, like a sporting bet app, you know, because, you know, sports betting time. I know you do a lot of yes. that. Yeah. Um, do. The Dominicans plus 200. Is that free money? Yeah. Turn Absolutely. every I mean you turn every dollar into two. Is that free free money at that point? A hundred percent. Like why are they yeah, no, they they a hundred percent that that's the bet. That's the bet. I mean their their lineup is absurd. Their pitching depth is absurd. They're like every single one of these guys, like Eloy Jimenez is like a bench player, an afterthought, you know, like barely on the team. But everybody else is arms and legs like they, they are the best players in the league and they're all just chilling in, in the dr like all right so it's gonna be an absolute bloodbath let's talk about this lineup so they're starting lineup and i'll go from position to position so like two through nine in regard to like the field right so starting with catcher then moving to first base so catcher is their weakest spot so way to start there yes so let's start there gary sanchez scary gary um is is definitely <laughs> Um, their weak point in their lineup. But then you go Vlad Jr., mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez. <laughs> and this is tentative, you know, like they could mix it yeah. up throughout the games. But um, you got Gary Sanchez, Vlad Jr., Jose Ramirez, Manny Machado, Jeremy Pena, Starling oh Marte, Julio Rodriguez, Juan Soto, and then at DH, you could possibly put uh, Rafi Devers. Yeah, I mean, the team's... Like those Stat. are all, those are literally every single one of those players besides Aaron Sanchez has, has an argument for being top 15 players in the league. Like an argument, maybe it's not the list of like, you know, the top 15 players in the league, you know, whatever, but like, I would, I would put those all nine of these guys, guys are all so good. <laughs> I would put all of these guys easily on a top 30 list. Yes. Except for Gary Sanchez. But yes. Except for Gary like Sanchez. <laughs> all of those guys. And three three through nine and D and DH. Like that's on on the bench you still have like I have I have a different, you know, uh article up here from just FYI. So you're yeah. not confused to where I'm getting it. But on the bench you have Willie Adamas, Wander Franco, Wander Franco, Fran Reyes, like not not huge names, but O'Neill Cruz, you know. Again, I mean, those are all really good guys. I mean O'Neill Cruz exactly. is coming around, but Cattell Marte. Yep. Gene Zagura. Like th- these are all guys that would be starting for, you know, yeah. other. You said, you said Aloy. Um, Aloy Jimenez. Yeah. Ahmed Rosario. Um, yeah. yeah. When, you know, when needed. Um, that it's just absolutely sick. Teo- Did you say Teoscar Hernandez too? Teoscar yes. Hernandez. Confirmed. Yeah. Um, all right. This is an absolutely absurd lineup. And yeah. there's a reason why they're favorites. Cause yeah. They're. Cause- yeah, 
This lineup, <laughs> this lineup can play. They can, they can not only hit and the, but they can play defense too. I mean, you've got Gold Glovers out on the field. Yes, you've got you've got Gold Glove third baseman Jose Ramirez playing second base because, because Manny, Manny Machado's Machado. there. Yeah, because um, you're not moving Manny Machado. Because why would you? It's Manny fucking Machado. Exactly. <laughs> Julio Rodriguez in center, so you've got a slot. Starling Marte to left. Yeah. Um, that's we really tell Marte great. on the bench. Yeah, because Jer- Jeremy Pena, no room. solid. Like, yeah. Um, solid. Yeah, he just won the. Uh, uh, MVP. I meant defensively. Yeah. I meant defensively. Okay. Um, <laughs> he just the, won the World Series MVP. And, and, yes, the, and, the, dude, and the dude the... <laughs> creams the ball. Um, yeah. He makes home runs on inside pitches look effortless. Um, it's wild. Yeah. That's just the position players. Yeah. Okay? So you want to talk pitchers. <laughs> so Sandy Alcantara, <laughs> literally the NL Cy Young Award winner, is their starting ace was Daniel he unanimous Alcantara. as well i want to say he was the unanimous and also yes young yes this year. yeah i think so because there wasn't yeah. really i mean there was i can't i can't even remember who was like the one that was like oh well, maybe but it's like it was kind of far and away he was leading he was the leader of the scion conversation in april and he was the winner in september like it was mm-hmm. it was clear yeah he got 30 first place votes there you, so yeah, that's, that's, means he was the unanimous NL Cy Young Award winner. Second was Max Fried, and third was Julio Urias. So just like 210 stupid. points to 72 to 66. Um, unanimous. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, unanimous. But, I mean, you also have Framber Valdez, Luis Castillo, Christian Javier, which I'm pretty sure aren't. Aren't all of those guys on the Astros? Isn't that just like the Astros starting lineup? Wait. Framber uh, Fram- Valdez, Framber and Christian Javier, Luis Castillo is. With oh, that was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. bad. But uh, <laughs> like, that's really good. Yeah, that's really, really good. Luis Castillo <laughs> is, when he's performing at his peak, is, uh, is like a low ace right. type guy. So the fact that he's the fourth starter is crazy. Um, yeah, Frember Valdez and Christian Javier, you're one, two in Houston. So, but you you got to remember, he actually might not be the you know number two backing up Sandy Alcantara because Johnny Cueto is you know vying for that spot. I so. want to see. I hope Johnny Cueto gets like a start <laughs> against like some scrub team. Oh, I really he hope should he does. just so he can shove and be like, yeah, I'm still Johnny Cueto. You know? I want him to come out like running out like with the Dominican flag around him too. You know? Hell yeah, dude! He'll be riding a fucking horse with the horse. Dominican... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> with the Dominican See, flag. That is the one. I'm not sure if you saw his Miami Marlins like uh, intro day where he came out in the field and took pictures and whatever. Um, no, I didn't see. But it. but they the he added the Dominican flag. I think. Um, but the one thing that he missed out on. Is the horse? They should have let him. We bring need the horse a on horse the on the field. That's what Johnny Cueto needs. That's what the world needs. <laughs> a thousand percent. Now, <laughs> second, um, the second favorite behind uh, the, the Dominican at plus two fifty uh, in the book that I saw was the U.S. Um, let's USA. see how the U.S. team U.S.A. There it is. Uh, let's see how they stack up against uh, the Dominican. So let me roll through this. Um, I mean, it looks, I mean, it's a great team as well. So I'll it start is. with catcher and make my way around the diamond. Uh, tentative starting lineup here. JT Romuto, 
Paul Goldschmidt, Trey Turner, Nolan Arenado, Tim Anderson, hey, yo. Mookie, Mike Trout, Kyle Tucker. It's a great outfield. And at uh, DH, I mean, I mean, you could put Pete Alonso there. You could put Kyle Schwarber there. Um, Cedric Mullins, I, I like him more as a bench piece. Um, yeah. Gets, I I mean, but when you're saying dude. Cedric Mullins as a bench piece, you're like, okay, like we're good. <laughs> like, I mean, we're talking about a really good team. Yeah. A very, yeah. very good team. Like, if I'm a this little lineup... annoyed that Bobby Witt Jr. is listed as like one of the options for this team. Like, it, or I'm a little annoyed that he's on the team in general because he was kind of not it this last year, but. I mean, he's got a lot of potential. I mean, you got you have to realize, like Bobby right, Wood Jr. is like what twenty three. This this is like the World Baseball Classic is not a full season of baseball. It's like, are you a star right now? He's twenty two years old, Tom. I mean, give him a little bit of a break, okay? No, I know, but what I'm saying is, he didn't perform well last year, and this is the World Baseball Classic, so he hit more home runs than anybody on the White Sox last year. Fair, but again, Book I'm, I'm saying <laughs> Frank Menachino. Sorry, I had to do my Frank Frank Menachino. 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 Um, no, he. Uh, what I'm saying though is like you don't have you don't have the opportunity to put Bobby Witt Jr. out there for a full season as part of the World Baseball Classic lineup. He's he's it's not like a here like let's let the player develop because he has all this potential. It's more like. Can you perform right now? Listen, and I get the it. The answer is like, I get it. Do you see where I'm coming say, from? Dudes also have to say yes to yeah, no, being fair. on, you know, being on that's the team. Fair. You know, it's not like Freddie Freeman was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play in the World Baseball Classic this year. Like, drop, I'm, drop everything and go. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Guys have to say yes. So now, yeah, I mean, U.S. bench pieces, if that's the, the starting lineup, you know, like I said, Pete Alonzo, Kyle Schwerber, could DH. You got Trevor Story. You've got Will Smith. You've got uh, Trevor Bobby Story will probably be um, still recovering from his elbow surgery. But OK, so now pitching. But that's recent. That's recent. Sorry. Yeah. So pitching, not as uh, not as overwhelming. Um, nasty Nestor. Hey, um, you got Lance Lynn. Brady hey, Singer, um, Adam Wainwright. <laughs> I mean, you're you're skipping, you know, Merrill Kelly, Devin Williams. I mean, and, I, I was get, I like, was doing starters first, but yeah, okay. I mean, you got, you, you Merrill, Merrill Kelly's Kelly. a starter. Uh, is he officially a starter still? Yes, and he's good. David Bednar is a good starter. Yes, Dylan yes. Tate. I don't know why I thought that Merrill Kelly was like coming out of the bullpen. Logan um, Webb. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, you've got guys here that are decent. But, I mean, it's not the Dominican. Like, no. no creme no. de la creme starters. Exactly. Um, you're, and, you're, you're and we didn't even get into the Dominican's bullpen. With no. Like, oh, my God. It's nasty. It's yeah. so nasty. Um, absolutely ridiculous. Like, Emmanuel Classe and Sir Anthony yeah. Dominguez. Um, yeah. So, Diego U.S. Castillo, Felix Bautista. Like, yes. Come on. Like these right. are the top like the closers from like around the league are all just like, oh sure, we'll we'll play for the Dominican national team. Sounds yes. like fun. 
So well, let's at least do position comparison. Camilo Duvall. Sorry. Okay. I'm yeah, just like these names. Like yeah, on, the Dominican, on the team, Dominican is team is So you so think betting the Dominican so is like free money? Yes, it absolutely is. Plus they yeah. like, they, it's, it's also like one of those things like the, the, the players from the Dominican have so much pride in being players from the Dominican when they play in the MLB. Imagine the amount of pride and and like that they're going to get from playing for the Dominican, you know, like they're they're They want this more so. And like you said, with the USA team is like, you know, they have to convince guys to play for team USA. Meanwhile, the Dominican team is like, yo, all the bros are rolling up. Like, let's have a good time. Hey, don't, <laughs> you know don't forget I mean? though. Don't forget who won the World Baseball Classic in 2017. USA, right? USA, baby. So they are the, uh, they are the, uh, what do you call that? The reigning champs. The reigning champs. It's just been so long though. Like it's, I I hope this comes back in, in. Or no, it's actually been like six years. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. What? 2017. They won it in 2017. Yes. Yes. I was like, I wasn't sure about your math, but I didn't want to question it because I was on the roll there. But point being like, I want this to come back and be something that happens every four years, if if not sooner, you know. Like oh, this, for this sure, would for be sure. Way more exciting if this was more more often. Like, like every other year would be great. I agree. Oh yeah. Like come um, on. Like so really lay it on. Let's uh let's do the position by position comparison. Obviously, USA has the advantage of catcher, right? Yes. Um, you've got JT Realmuto, the best catcher in the world, versus yes. scary Gary Sanchez. Um, <laughs> first base, Goldschmidt or Vlad? Who are you taking? Goldschmidt just won the MVP. Like, I don't yep. know what. <laughs> I'm taking Goldie as well. So, I mean, maybe, you know, hey. In this a is, year or two, probably this is, Vlad. This is my point. Don't sleep on the U.S.'s starting lineup, okay? So sure. let's say Trey Turner is starting at second. Do you want Trey Turner or do you want uh, Jose Ramirez? I I've seen J Ram too many J-Ram times. Is good, but yeah, it's Trey Turner. Trey I mean, Turner, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's Trey Jeremy. Turner. Okay, so Jeremy Pena or and this is now finally advantage Dominican Tim Anderson or Jeremy Pena. I don't know. Oh, I hate you so much. Get out of here. TA shows up when the lights are on. I love TA. You know this is true. I love TA. When the lights are on, TA rolls up in the big games, in the big moments. TA Love Tim Anderson. We're talking about a top four shortstop in the game versus maybe, yeah, he's top 10. Tim Anderson, top 10. He's like probably like nine or eight. Bro, I'm telling you right now. I'm taking Jeremy Pena. All right. Here's That's a question. A now, here's a question. Do you want Nolan Arenado or do you want Manny Machado? I want Manny Machado. It's closer than you think, I think. Look, I've wanted Manny Machado since yeah. 2019 offseason, Steve. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> remind me. <laughs> so, so <there's> I, <laughs> all right, fair enough. I think it's closer than you think, though. I, I really no, yeah, don't yeah, say yeah. by I Nolan mean, Arenado, right? Especially this last season, he really... Both Arenado and Goldschmidt being, like, the corners in, uh, you know, otherwise pretty rough Cardinals lineup, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of carried the team, and they they their seasons alone were really freaking good. So, absolutely, I see where you're coming from, but have the U.S. having those two guys on the corners, that's that's big. For sure. Left field, Mookie versus Starling Marte. I mean, I'll take Mookie. 
Exactly. So right now you've got advantage US by a couple players going into center field. Uh Julio Gonzalez or Mike Trout. Julio Gonzalez? Or sorry, Julio Gonzalez. Who the hell is Julio <laughs> Gonzalez? Julio Rodriguez. Thank you. What the fuck? Who, who, <laughs> J-, J Rod, Julio Rodriguez yes. versus Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Who you take? I, I mean Trout. Mike Trout. <laughs> right. And, the and then the fish himself. Right. And then Kyle Tucker versus Juan Soto. I'll take Juan Soto. Even though Kyle Tucker had a way better postseason. Yeah. And and Juan Soto's last season in general was just not it. But well, once go... he moved over to San Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna bank on Juan Soto being Juan Soto, you know. Okay. Okay. Uh DH, I mean, we'll go with Raphael Deffers versus uh, Pete Alonso, I, I guess is the Pete best. Alonso. Or, or maybe Kyle Schwarber, but Schwarber. Oh yeah, we'll do Schwarber. How about that? Schwarber versus uh <sighs> Deffers. I mean, Devers. yeah, right. That's kind of a toss up when it comes uh, to just hitting. Up. Yeah, just hitting. I mean, look, you, Devers in the field, not really the guy, but Devers at the plate. Yo. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the same thing goes for Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber at the plate. Yo. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. And you can't sleep on the polar bear either. I'm telling you, like he's 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 pretty good. Who's who's the is that Pete Alonso? Who's the polar yeah, bear? Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, he's like, that's what they call him. That's, that's like a common a, nickname for him. That's such a weird nickname. Like, I don't... You're I the don't one who's it. supposed to be the Mets fan between us. I don't even like the Mets. <laughs> what is this? All right, so Schwarber, an OPS plus of 130 last year. Devers had an OPS plus of 141. I'm going to take Devers. Um, <laughs> but the Kyle Tucker Soto thing, actually, in my opinion, is a toss-up. I'm I thought that shortstop was a toss up, so <laughs> that's funny. That's TA funny. rolls up. He shows up when the lights are on, and you know this. And Pe- you know people this. forget that Kyle Tucker is actually pretty close to a five tool player. No, he's he's really good. He's really yeah. good. Yeah. Like he's really, really good. Um it sounds like advantage US when it comes to the starting nine. Pitchers. Let's talk pitchers. Pitching is big. <laughs> right. And then that's obviously advantage Dominican. I think the pitchers yeah. make a huge difference. Yeah. I so. mean, you've got Lance Lynn, the big bastard, but the Dominican might have four starters that are better than the U.S. is one. Yeah. Yeah. At least from the confirmed players. I mean, yeah, like Max Freed isn't playing in the World when Baseball you, when, you, when you're hoping that Adam Wainwright still has his hook, um, in order to win a game you're you know? gonna have a bad time <laughs> you're like adam wainwright okay you are 41 how's that curve does it still cut really hard at right. 71 miles an hour <laughs> oh my god so, hey i mean hey no no shame wayno has been getting people out for a long time and was still this doing is it last this season. is what i'm saying so, i don't yeah. necessarily think that the dominican is a lock because what if the U.S. pitching, I don't know, somehow shows up, and nasty you got Nestor all these all these bats. The gem. Yeah, you got I mean, these bats. So I hear you. I do hear you. Uh, and and like the U.S. like uh, the outfield alone is just like holy shit. You've got Mookie and Trout. I don't know, man. Like it, it, it it's still like. Did you see the Dominicans like? one through nine and their starters, bro. Like I, 
it's a hard thing to bet against them is all I'm saying. And, and yet I do look at the USA and be like, mm, I'm excited to watch that team play. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. And don't forget that the Dominican or pardon me, not the Dominican Puerto Rico has been the yeah. runner up back to back world baseball classics. You've still got a solid team there and team Japan won't, won't be a team that you yeah. can sleep on either. Yeah. Especially Sho- if you got to deal with if, if Shohei's <laughs> pitching that day. So, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, they, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot to consider as far as the field goes. Like, but it's between these two teams, right? Like the U.S. and the Dominican. Yeah, like Most the field likely. is good. The field is good, but it's between U.S. Yeah, and I mean, like, well, well, just hitting up the odds again. Dominican plus 200, USA plus 250, Japan plus 380, which is surprising to me. Um, Over Puerto, Puerto Rico? Rico? Oh. Yep, Puerto Rico plus 1,100. Um, might be some Honestly, value there, but we I, should... I just, they just don't have... I mean, Yadier Molina is going to be starting a catcher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, he's, he's, you know, fringe, you know, Hall of Famer kind they're of struggling. They're struggling a little bit with depth this year. Um, and then, uh, Cuba plus 1900. So Cuba, I mean, that's just the white Sox, right? Like, (laughs) I mean, like half of their starting lineup is literally, (laughs) is literally like the white Sox starting lineup. So they'd go 81 and 81 in the, (laughs) exactly, exactly. No. And they're even patching up. I think they're even patching up in a couple positions with, um, like national players, like guys that aren't even in the MLB. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, Tom, we're at about an hour. We Final are thoughts. indeed. I, I'm really glad we ended with the World Baseball Classic conversation because that was much lighter, much more exciting. And it's coming up. It really is. Yep. Uh, we'll have a lot more to talk about, I think, moving like in the next, in the coming weeks. But yep. uh, yeah, the White Sox right now, not making good headlines. Exactly. Um, locally nationally nobody's nobody's jumping on the bandwagon um pitchers and catchers will report soon and hopefully one pitcher is left off of that list yeah absolutely like i said before administrative leave would be my move um but what do i know um yeah it was good to talk world baseball classic i'm excited for it to start up and then about six weeks or so um and i really don't want to think about the white Sox um at all at all (laughs) until they go and sign joe ross um (laughs) rick hahn go be a boss get off your ass and sign joe ross (laughs) you like that one that was good have a good good. one everybody (laughs) we'll see y'all next week bye